Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the Sports with Jake and Matt podcast. I'm your host, Matt, alongside again with my main man, Jake. Jake, how are you doing today? Um, Pretty good. As you guys know, we are Giants fans. That's why we are good. We yes, just beat, we, we just good beat the at, Seahawks, and I am very, yes. very, very happy that we just beat the Seahawks. But yes, that's Colt. you know, Colt McCoy. Fun Colt, fact: yeah. Colt, McCoy Colt McCoy is the only quarterback in the NFC East that has a win against a team with a winning record. Yes, he's the only quarterback that. in the NFC East that has beat a team with a winning record, and it's Colt McCoy, not even Daniel Jones. It's Colt McCoy, which you know. It's like what? What can I say? It's wonderful. Um, yeah, we're, we're although, gonna talk more about the Giants probably Wednesday because we always do podcasts on Wednesdays. But although, this is this is really an extra podcast. We do these when you know we feel like bored. we can. Yeah, we're bored, but like we can also like squeeze in some podcasts. We like to do two a week, but yeah, you know. So you know, so I've been thinking. Right, this is like a general philosophy in my head, you know, I've... He has a weird brain, guys. I have a weird brain, so I've looked at teams like the Rams and the Colts and the Titans, and like, you know, now over that impressive one, even the Browns can be in this category of teams with, you know, average to even below average quarterbacks that are still finding a way to win. Uh, A lot of these teams revolve around good coaching, a good defense, and a good offensive line. And it, it's made me thinking how important to a Super Bowl contender is the quarterback. Because we saw it last year with the 49ers. Um, they took they made the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And we can look at the Eagles in 2017. While Carson Wentz in that year was a Super Bowl caliber player. Or not MVP caliber player, sorry. But... We can look at those teams and be like, wow, they they made the Super Bowl. And um, the a common similarity with those teams is that they had good defenses and good offensive lines. So here's what I like to say. There are two different teams in the NFL, two different playoff teams. There are finesse teams, and there are teams that are good structurally. The finesse teams include... You know, the Seahawks and the Packers and uh, even the Buccaneers to an extent where they have a pretty decent quarterback. But outside of that, there's not much else. Um, yeah. So, and even we're going to talk about the Chiefs down the road, but the Chiefs are looking like they're going to become a finesse team one, two or three down, two or three years down the line because of Mahomes' large contract. So... Here's what I like to do. Replace a team's quarterback with Jimmy Garoppolo. How good would they be? Because, Matt, I think we can agree that Jimmy Garoppolo is probably the most average quarterback in the NFL. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, last year, I feel like his numbers with the Niners when they made it to the Super Bowl weren't like they weren't the best. But obviously, they were good enough to take them all the way. Um, that being said, they were very good structurally around him. For those like Debo Samuel, Raheem Mostert, who actually broke on the scene like late last year. Um, and of course, George Kittle. So obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo has weapons. 
um, for his his average self to uh, rely on. So it obviously wasn't just him. It's not like a Seattle Seahawks situation where you're only reliant on your quarterback. Um, you have other pieces. You obviously had probably one of the best defenses last year, arguably. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, I, I have to agree with that. And the thing, the thing is with the 49ers last year, a majority of their important skill position players were second, third, even rookie year players that those contracts don't necessarily add up in the salary cap. By the way, the NFL salary cap as of 2019 was $198.2 million. So that that's a lot, but when there's 50 guys on a football team, you know, for you get an average of like four million dollars a guy. So, yeah, that's math, right? I think, yeah, uh, yeah fifty guys, I, and then four. Yeah, okay, I'm not getting my math wrong. So, when with, um, like you can't, it's very difficult, at least, to win a Super Bowl. Yep. When you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, when he's making like a quarter of the entire salary cap so this is where teams have gone wrong and this is how teams go from super bowl contenders to just consistent playoff appearances russell wilson or aaron Rodgers on any team will make the playoffs they don't have to be very talented look at the seahawks their defense is terrible their defense they they've given up 30 plus points in a majority of their games Besides but, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, besides this weekend, but that's Colt McCoy. Come on, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, so... I, again, in the, in the Packers, the Packers arguably have a worse defense. Like... Mm, um, I, I said ar- arguably, but, you know... You get to the point where your quarterbacks are making an absurd amount of money, and you mm-hmm. cannot back it up with your other players. So yeah. this results in, you know... Teams that I feel that are good enough to, you know, win a bunch of games and then make a, a playoff appearance, maybe win a playoff game or two, but you're ultimately not going anywhere. Yeah, like, I think I don't mo- like I don't think the the Seahawks or the Packers are Super Bowl contenders at this point. They've shown that they have too many weaknesses. Because I mean, the the, they, the Chiefs are a good example because when you're paying Mahomes five hundred, when you're paying him fifty million dollars a year. Um, I think that's the correct math, correct? Yeah, if they, when you're paying him $50 million a year, you're not going to have enough money, depending on what cap space you have. You're not going to have m- enough money to keep other players around like Tyree Kill and like Travis Kelsey and like um, Tyron Matthew and Chris Jones and all those guys. So you don't know where this team is going to be 10 years from now when Mahomes decides to call it a career, if that's the case. But obviously, 10 years from now, this team won't be the same that it is right now. Yeah, well, um, I might be wrong with this, but I don't think Patrick Mahomes' extension has gone through. I think it goes after this season. So yeah, because this, yeah, this yeah, is his yeah. Fourth on top year. of the fifty million dollars, he's gonna sign an extension. So yeah, so he's still on his rookie deal right now, and the extension is going to take fold next year, I think, because it's his okay. fifth year. I think. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so your rookie contract is four years for, you know, first-rounders. So, 
right now, the reason why the Chiefs are so good is that they have the best quarterback in the NFL, and he's making barely anything. They were able to afford all these players that, you know, they were already on their team, but they were willing to also give them an extension. Like, you see a lot of times in the NFL where an NFL team just can't afford to pay someone because, you know, they have a guy like Rodgers or Wilson. So, and then you look like some other teams, like the like the Bills, for example, that have Josh Allen, and they are able to succeed because they have this great talent pool full of players that, you know, because they can pay them. Like Tredavious White, I'm pretty sure he has a big contract. Um, yep. They pay their offensive line a lot. Um, they gave Stephon Diggs a big contract. So you you can give these guys contracts, but the, the point I'm trying to prove is that you cannot win a Super Bowl um, unless some other exterior factors go perfectly well. You cannot win a Super Bowl when your quarterback is on a massive extension. So I'm scared that the Chiefs dynasty, or dynasty in quotes, is at its highest right now than it will be for a while. So, uh, if I was a GM in the NFL, which, you know, I'm not, but if I was. <laughs> if you were. Yeah. If I was, I would not, I would try to find a new quarterback every four years. I wouldn't pay the franchise guy. I wouldn't think of a franchise quarterback as a concept. A franchise quarterback leads to getting overpaid, which leads to consistent first or second round playoff exits. If they're if your quarterback is special, you can give a long term contract to a quarterback that isn't even that good. Like Jared Goff. How much did Jared Goff get signed for? Like he's he's pretty average himself, but the Rams gave him a big contract. So I feel that the concept of a franchise quarterback is flawed and you can you can only have a Super Bowl team if your quarterback, you know, isn't getting paid like a quarter of the salary cap like what Mahomes is doing right now or to, uh, what he will do in the future. To, f- to fact check, Jake, they did pay Jared Goff over $130 million. Yeah, like they paid Jared Goff. Like, really, Jared Goff? Like, like, like yeah, the I mean, concept okay, of a franchise good. quarterback is so dumb. Yeah, like, okay, he's good, but like... He's average. He's he's not he's not Mahomes caliber. No, he he's not top ten. No one's arguing that. No. Think really the the only person or people that overrate him is the Rams front office. Like yeah, come on. So, all right, that's that's enough for my rant. So yeah. <laughs> moral of the story. I like teams like the Rams, Colts, and Titans because they have good defenses and offensive line. The Rams, you know, they paid Jared Goff, but they're still they're still pretty decent. I don't think they're a Super Bowl caliber team, but I think they're top at least top three in the NFC. And I like teams like the Colts and the Titans because their quarterback isn't making much, but they're doing well. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so We're gonna we're gonna switch uh the little topics here, Jake, your little rant there, buddy. Yes. Um yeah. So we're gonna what we usually do on the podcast, we usually do top 10 teams. Um, we usually get heated. I don't know why. But uh, 
to, to make things a little more interesting, we're going to do top 10 worst teams. Um, so I think we're going to do it the same way we did the past couple times. So, so one of us is going to say our 10, and the other will say the 10, 9, 9, 9, 8, 8, etc. So, uh, Jake, do you want to begin? Yeah. So number 10, uh, uh, their record isn't bottom 10, but Jesus, they're, they're bad. I got the Bears. Bears are I have to. Bears yep, I terrible. put them there. The, the Bears have lost six straight. They might have the worst quarterbacking in the NFL. They have little to no run game. They have no they have no receivers outside Allen Robinson. Um, not even their offensive line's that good. The only bright spot is their defense, who just gave up like thirty four points to the Lions. So it's like like. Yeah, what can you say? I I'm not if I if I'm a Bears fan right now I'm not very happy. No. So. You were five and you guys were five and one, bro. Yeah, five and one. What happened? You're you're five and seven now. What happened, Bears fans? But yeah. Anyway. We're gonna move yeah, on. Yeah, my yeah yeah my ten is the Bears. If I haven't mentioned, but basically for the exact same reasons. Yeah, they don't they don't have a bottom ten record, but they are a bottom ten team. Yeah. They're not good. All right, Jake, you're nine. Um, Panthers. Um, they're not good. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he was the best backup in the NFL for Drew Brees. I don't think he's any better than average. I think he's probably even below average. He's not the greatest quarterback in the world. Um, their defense is pathetic. It's not terrible, but... Actually, no, their defense isn't pathetic. It's below average. It's not that bad. Um, McCaffrey's been hurt all year, and that's really their only... Bright spot on offense. They do have good receivers, but yeah, Matt, what's your nine? My nine, um, arguably, uh, is the Falcons. Mm. Um, uh, their record definitely explains some of it. I mean, they can, they they'll sometimes their offense clicks. Uh, of course, when you have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, who hasn't. I mean, they've both been pretty well. I mean, they some some of them just they just can't seem to stay healthy. Um, Injuries have like, been a problem with the Falcons. And, yeah, I, I feel like, and I don't want to make this a joke, but I feel like their only consistent player is their kicker. And yeah, um, yeah, I mean, Youngway Koo, everyone's talking about him like as a meme, but it's not even a joke. Like he's been pretty consistent the past couple weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, there's your there's my point. I mean, I guess. Matt Ryan, he's not, he's aging a little bit, so I guess there's that point, but yeah, it's just not the same team that we saw uh, a couple seasons ago, so. Yeah, Matt, a uh, quick side note, so about Matt Ryan, uh, he isn't, he isn't terrible, but he also isn't that good. Should the Falcons draft a quarterback in the first round this year? Because they're probably going to have a top 10 pick. Um... You know, they probably – I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I'm not saying they should, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did because at the end of the day, Matt Ryan, again, is one of those players where he's – I mean, he's not that inconsistent, but, like, he's not reliable. So if you have a young quarterback under his wing, um, I get – it could definitely help because you're going to need – someone new at some point 
he's not going to stay here forever. So, yeah, I, I do think they would. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But I'm not the general manager, so I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. If, I, if I were the Falcons, I would, because, you know, like you said, it might be a good idea to just have someone under Matt Ryan's wing, because Matt Ryan isn't a bad quarterback. He's just, he's just aging a little bit. So if yeah. they can get a guy maybe in the second or third round, I would definitely do that. Have him sit behind Ryan for one or two years, and then, you know, when Ryan either leaves or retires or whatever, he has a pretty decent backup ready. So. Yeah. All right, Jake. Who's your number eight? Broncos. Broncos are... I They're mean, high you, for you. Yeah, you... I mean, you watched them last night. They they can compete to some degree, but they're... They're not... They're like four and eight. Like, nothing impresses me. They're, Drew Locke is not the answer. Broncos fans, I'm sorry. He isn't. Um, Your defense is okay. Decent secondary. Outside of that, though, um, subpar receiving core, especially with Cortland Sutton on IR. Um, I mean, not not very good old line either. It's just not impressive. Their their team isn't impressive at all. Matt, who's mm-hmm. your eight? I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, my number eight is the Panthers. Um, yeah, I mean, Teddy B. Teddy B. Don't get me wrong. Um, he he was he's looking good. Um. Although it is his first year in Carolina, um, obviously McCaffrey. Hopefully, I, I believe he's coming back. Is that? I mean, he he's just been out like he hasn't been healthy all year. Um, even though the times that he's played, he's been very explosive. Um, don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I think all around it's it's been the defense for me because um, they don't really have. Any key names like they like Luke Keekley retired a couple years ago. Uh, Giants picked up James Bradbury, who they had. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can't really say much. I mean, their record really kind of speaks for it. So yeah, yeah, the Panthers definitely aren't impressing anyone really. I haven't ever met someone. Ooh, look at those Panthers; they're good. Yeah, no one said that. I've so. never seen that. No. Um, my number seven is the Chargers. Um, their bright spot in the organization is Justin Herbert. He's been phenomenal. He'll probably win Offensive Rookie of the Year. You know, he'll he'll definitely win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But his productivity has not translated into wins. They have a bottom three head coach in Anthony Lynn. Fire him immediately. He is not good. Um. What else? Uh, their defense is okay. Um, their receivers are okay, too. But their offensive line isn't good. Eckler's been out pretty much the whole year, but he recently came back. So, yeah, I think the root of the Chargers' problems is, you know, clock management, coming back from leads. Like, they can't hold a lead. So, not good from the Chargers. Matt, what is your number seven? I got the Chargers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Justin Herbert, he ha- he definitely has potential. Obviously, it's his first it's his first year, so you got to give the man time. Um, but uh, he does have some weapons. Uh, with Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, who finally came back and has been explosive again. 
But clear, I mean, the record just doesn't show. I mean, they're in a very wacky division, obviously the Chiefs and the Raiders, but they're in the bottom half, so it kind of it kind of shows for it. Yeah. All right, number six, I yeah. have the Washington football team. Wow. Uh, I see a lot of people overrating the football team. I see people calling them better than the Giants. I see people, oh, they're going to beat the Steelers. What? Like, they're not going to beat the Steelers. Like, have you seen this team? They had one good game against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys aren't good. So, guys, don't go, don't get it twisted. This team's not not it. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. They were not on my list. Wow. You see, this but, is this is an example, but, guys. But, this is an example. But, hold on, I'm not done. But I'm not calling them better than the teams that are. I think I think what better. you're doing is you're calling them better than the Bears. Okay, well they're not the team that loses five in a row. They're di- actually we're six. All, they correct you. We're all we're all in the they're all in a weird division, so technically it's really not their fault. And even though even though they did have that one game against Dallas, I feel I feel like if the Giants aren't winning the division, the division. It's the football team. But that's not impressive. Winning the NFC East is not impressive. I'm not yeah. saying, oh, if the Giants didn't exist, they would win the NFC East. Yeah, if the Giants didn't exist, maybe me and you can get some of our friends and we can win the NFC East. Like, yeah. come on. like The football team, guys, it's not it. It's definitely not it. All right, well, stop, stop if, I read, the football team. if I read the rest of my list, maybe you'll... Uh get somewhere all right my six jake um is the broncos i don't know why you had them so high um it, it wasn't even that high but i don't know why you have them higher um yeah drew lock isn't eh. i mean last night i guess you can make an argument they kept it competitive but i feel like it was just the the offense of the chiefs wasn't really there i don't think i think the defense of the chiefs was being was themselves. I think the offense was just it was it, it started off very slow this game, and um, which is why the 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 game ended in a very low score. So I'm I, I don't know. I I think that there's a nice young talent, Drew Locke. He, he really has to develop. They got a nice receiving core, and um, Noah Fant too. But I, I just don't see them. I don't know. I don't know why you did that. What, put the Broncos at eight? Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't have the football team on the top ten worst list. So Whatever. I anyway, my number five is another NFC East team. It's the Eagles. Uh, by the way, we could we we could talk about Carson Wentz on Wednesday. We may or may not. You know, spoiler. But we like, all know the story, though. Carson Wentz is playing the worst season of his career. Uh, he doesn't have much help. He doesn't have a good off. Doesn't have a healthy offensive line. His receivers are subpar. His defense is subpar. Like, I I almost feel bad. His people are oh, like he's making some bad throws. I'm not letting him off the hook. Like he he's not impressing me whatsoever. But 
I mean, it's more of just the Eagles just being bad than Carson Wentz being bad. I just don't think the Eagles are very talented. And it's show it's showing they're like what three seven and one now. That's not a, that's not a good team. That's why they're five. All right, my five um is Dallas. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Let's 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 uh let's let's get to the basics here. When you lose your star quarterback, um, things start to derail very quickly. Am I wrong? No, you're not. So, here's the case. That's exactly what just happened in Dallas. Dak hurts himself, out for the season. They have to first deal with Andy Dalton, who actually ended up being in the Giants that game. That doesn't matter. Uh, they deal with Andy Dalton. He gets a concussion. He's out for like two weeks, whatever. Uh, ben DiNucci, the meme himself, uh, that game was very miserable against Philadelphia a couple weeks ago. We don't really need to get into that. Uh, Cooper Rush, or whoever that was, Gary Gilbert, whoever started that next game. Nah. I mean, Eddie Dalton, the, the, the game he came back against Minnesota, he, he played very, he played, I gotta, I gotta admit, he played very nicely. Yeah, he played the, very, the ni- he played very nicely against, against a not that really good defense, but not a bad one either in Minnesota, but... They kept it. They kept it competitive. They even won the game. So, um, yeah. I mean, again, Zeke has not been himself. I feel like the entire offense is not itself without Dak. So, I mean, they got five, they got five for me. All right. So my number four is the Cowboys, and so, my number four is the Eagles. Okay. So we kind of flipped on them. So, uh. Yeah, what what Matt said pretty much with the Cowboys. Um, and what and what he said. Yeah, not Wentz. they're not good football teams. Both of them. I don't like. It's it's so pathetic to me that those those two teams are even in the conversation for a playoff spot. I know the yeah. Giants are bad, but they're not that bad. Like they're no. not they're not on our list. Obviously, we would have had them way higher if they were, but. Like, the Giants' defense is good, but I don't know why we're talking about the Giants. The Eagles and Cowboys no. are not good teams, guys. Don't get it nope. twisted. All right, num- number three for me. It might surprise someone, or might might surprise some of you guys, but I got the Jaguars at number three. Um, okay. It seems like as soon as Mike Glennon took over, the team got better. I mean, they almost just beat the Vikings, who are li- they're a playoff team now. They're, they're the seventh seed in the NFC. They almost just beat a playoff team, and they took them overtime. Uh, their defense looked—they didn't look great, but they looked okay. Like they didn't look terrible. I mean, it's it's the Jaguars. Yeah, it's it. They're, like when I'm calling them the third worst team in the NFL, and I'm trying to defend myself and like try to convince you that they're actually decent, that's when you know their expectations are lower than the floor. So, I mean, yeah, I got the Jaguars at three. I think the team, if they played today, I think the teams below them would would lose to the Jaguars. So, Matt, what do you got at three? The Jaguars. Oh, um, you do? Okay, I thought you were going to yeah. put a different team at three. Okay. No, this is, uh, this again, this was not planned. We do these beforehand, so. Um, yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't know what we're saying. Yeah, we yeah we don't know yeah yeah um 
Mike Lennon. Uh, yeah, another meme. If you guys don't see it, where have you been? Uh, he's actually performed very well. Um, for a team that's like I don't even know their record at this point. I think they're like one and eleven. Yeah, one and eleven for a team that that's one and eleven. I mean, he's not terrible. Um, they've had a carousel of quarterbacks anyway, so um, I guess like their team isn't that bad. But like, it, they're one and eleven. It's the Jaguars. But I I put them at three. Basically, what Jake said. They as soon as Mike Lennon took over, they looked like a different team, even though their record doesn't show. I mean, they yeah again they almost beat the Vikings for out of all the teams in the NFL. So, yeah, I got I got them in three, and I'm assuming we have the next two teams the same. Yeah, so, number two, I got the Bengals. Number two, I have the Bengals. All right, so, yeah. Um, they would be higher if Joe Burrow was healthy, but the fact is he isn't healthy. Joe Burrow's healthy. not healthy. <laughs> no, so, they're also missing a few uh, skill players. Um, bad offensive line. Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. Actually, no, he was, like, top, I think Carson Wentz was the most sacked, but... Joe Burrow yeah. was top top three, at least. Yeah. So, you know that might have led to his injury, unfortunately. But there's also no defense there. Uh, nope. Overall, just a terrible team. So, yeah. So Matt, you want to have anything else to say about the the Bengals? No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. So, Matt, right. what's your I number? Know. What's your one worst team what's in the your NFL? One? Jake, what's your one? I asked you first. Okay, um, I picked the Steelers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, well. I picked, obviously, it's the Jets. Um, Jake, when you when you watched yesterday's game, um, I, I got to be honest with you. I was, I was honestly jumping up in my seat because I actually thought that this was going to be a win for the Jets. It was looking very close from the beginning, I got to admit. But, um... Greg Williams, who actually just got fired earlier today, their defensive coordinator, uh, decides to go an all-out blitz on the final play of the game. And, uh, yeah, that didn't really work out, did it, Jake? No, it didn't work out. So No. So, that is why I have them at one. Their team is just a mess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I- I've heard arguments Sam Darnold could be their franchise quarterback. He can. You're not. They're not building very well. And, honestly... I, if he was placed on any other team, I think it would perform very well. This is just a very – it's all around and not a very good team. Found, like, their foundation is just – it's just off the it's, – it's everywhere. It's a mess. I think they need to fix themselves. Adam Gase should be gone by now. I don't know where that well, – I don't know why he's still there. Yeah, so, what is it, like 10 million unemployed people in the United States and Adam Gase isn't one of them? Like, yeah, yeah, agree. That's, that's a disgrace. Um, so, the employment, yeah. My uh, number worst team in the NFL is actually the Chiefs. Hear me out. Um, uh, they're very overrated. Like I know they've won ten games and clinched a playoff spot, but I feel like they're worse than every single team I've named so far. Um, you can you can tell based off the game. The Jets should have won that game, and you know, since the Jets almost beat the Raiders and the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, that means the Jets are obviously better than the Chiefs, right? So, uh. No, nah, but in all seriousness, I also have the Jets. Um, Adam Gase, you shouldn't have a job. All right, guys. So that is going to wrap it up for today's podcast. A bit of a shorter episode, but we're going to have more to talk about on Wednesday. So thank you for coming and saying hi to us and yep. listening to us. So And uh, 
of course, make sure you guys, I'm going to do it again. Make sure you guys go follow the Instagram, follow the TikTok, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which we don't really post to. But, no, it's kind uh, of hard to do that, but go on. Yep, and of course, follow us on Spotify. Uh, yes, we will be coming out with an episode every Wednesday. At least and sometimes other long- days. Yes, but probably longer than this. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday. All right, guys. Bye-bye.